former the Denver, Colorado high school star and <laughs> the, type, the the former Denver high school football star. Uh, hey. mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Hey. Hey. I was I was getting there to say some good stuff about you. Did you play uh you played uh Batman in, in college in high school, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you remember the Batman T V series, Chris? No. Yes. You remember the remember the guy that played the penguin? That was Greg oh, Poe. Him. That's him. Listen, we're not that, that's hey, you gotta build that up to him. So, you know, who was that? Uh, Burgess Meredith. Yeah. No way do I Mick, look like Mickey from Rocky. Uh-huh. Oh, hey, no, but could you imagine him coaching? You remember the Bad News Bears? Could you imagine him coaching <laughs> with, with with some coaching shorts on and a tank top? I, I keep going back to that. <laughs> he had a skull in his mouth, like, you know. <laughs> you know, it's, you know well, it's and, fun- that, and that skull can in his butt sticking you know, in right there. Yeah. You, know, you know what's the funny story? Is my parents, I was real little. I was probably about six years old. My, my parents. My parents, my parents took me to see the Bad News Bears. Oh my god! Right, favorite movie. So it was my mom and my two sisters. My dad didn't want to see it. He actually watched Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. And my mom thought that there was going to be like this delightful family movie about this, you know, this baseball team. And Walter Matthau and all these kids are cursing and drinking beer. (laughs) Yeah, there's less cursing in the Butch Cassidy exactly. (laughs) You know, my uh, very first slow dance was to. Uh, rain whoa, 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 raindrops whoa. keep falling on my head whoa, from whoa, whoa. Butch Cassidy. You was slow dancing? <laughs> come on, minute, come on, Chris. Pull it yeah, in, yeah, buddy. Okay, you Pull was, it you in, Chris. Dancing. Pull it in, you buddy. You can't have a comb over and be slow dancing. I can't have a comb over to seventh grade. <laughs> you did. <laughs> <laughs> Are you done? No, I want. I'm going after you more because I got a good one for you today. Oh my gosh! Uh, so, well, it's Monday night, just the way the Titans drew it up, right? I, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I know everybody's saying that, that Miami's a good team, which they are a good team. But if you take Tyreek Hill out of that offense, they're just an average offense. I mean, we yeah. saw that. We saw that when Tua didn't have a security blanket, he looked like he never played quarterback ever. And I say that in respectful way, but. You know, when 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 the, the Tennessee Titans front was putting pressure on him, he could he couldn't do anything. I mean, absolutely nothing. So I knew I, I just knew that you know the Titans were, were going to win because Mike Vrabel's built for these kind of games. Well, and it, you know, if you're if you're a Dolphins fan, you still got to be figuring how in the hell did we lose that game because they scored wow. 21 points off of three turnovers and had Crazy. a two touchdown lead with three minutes to go. I think. Are the Titans the first team to win a game in regulation? Yes. That, After being I, down two touchdowns with, with three minutes to less go? Less than three. The less, first yeah. to win in regulation, yes. But I, but bad. but you nailed it, Chris. I mean, once once Tyreek Hill came out of that oh, game, Tua looked like, he looked confused. He, 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 he couldn't even go through his reads because when you, when you have any confidence out there, I'm not saying he doesn't have a confidence as an individual, but when you don't have confidence in, in the whole offense and your best guys out and he's sitting on the sidelines, I mean, it looked like he couldn't do anything. He took a three-step drop, and nobody was really in his face, and he was ready to run automatically. I mean, look, even on the last play when the Tennessee Titans sacked him, there were guys open downfield, but he was so nervous mm-hmm. that he couldn't even, he couldn't even throw the football. He looked like uh, Greg. 
Well, that, no, that he, he, with the thing. he looked like Greg when it was, you know, when the bill comes <laughs> at dinner. No, 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 no. I don't want to hear that. No, no, no. I guarantee you, on the road, it, on the road, every time we go on the road with Chris, I mean, even oh. then, you know, we get like, you know, we pick up a bag of chips. He disappears. <laughs> you know, I mean. Yeah, stop at Bucky's. You, you got my bris- brisket sandal, right, no, Greg? No, 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 cluckers. Oh, well, no, there is hey. a cluckers, right? Up yep. around. Yep. We talked about that yes, last time. Yes, we did. Oh, my God. Are we going to get anything done in Chris, this interview well, today? Chris, Why? are you a believer? I mean, you know, the Titans yeah. still, last I check, have a 1% chance to make the playoffs. Oh, no, 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 I've got the if – they, if they run the table – they have a fifteen percent chance, one percent right oh, okay. now. But it, if, but they if they run, run the, the table, table, it goes up to fifteen. It goes up to fifteen percent if you oh, wow. run the table. Things so are meaning, looking up. Meaning, find the mothballs. Okay, well, Chris, let's assume that the Titans sure. don't make the playoffs, but they finish strong. You know, yeah. they got uh, what three of their last four at home. Are you a believer, being a former player, that you can carry that momentum into the next season, a strong finish in a non-playoff year? You know, I am. I mean, in, in 1998, before we moved into the stadium with the Tennessee Titans, we finished strong, and we knew we had some, some key pillars on defense some, and some key guys on offense. I mean, we had an offensive line with Bruce Matthews, Brad Hopkins, you know, Benji Olsen, all those guys, and then you just start to add players like a Javon Kirsten, Samari Rowe, and, and, and you, you just felt different. And now you have the Tennessee Titans this year. I mean, you've got some guys that you can build around. you got Will Levis, who's a dog, who be he looks like a dog on linebacker, you know, with a – He's just a big dude. He's, he'll be Jeffrey. fine until somebody knocks him down to about 5'8". Oh, oh, you know? oh, they, they, <laughs> they're going to find you out real quick. Yes. Oh, yeah. Gonna, gonna somebody's going to light him up. Somebody's going to hit him square yep. in the nostrils. Not the nostrils, <laughs> the nostrils. But, but yeah, I mean, you can build off what you have. you got Hop that's probably going to come back for another year. Um, you got Will Levis that, that that's a bit, uh, that's been playing well. Then also you have a running back because I know that Derrick Henry might not be here. But look at the bright spot of Tajay Spears. Tajay Spears can do so many things. He can catch the ball out the outfield. He can uh, you know out of the backfield, and he can you know also you know make those those explosives through the those runs through the tackles. So you have some pieces you can build around. But the one thing we talk about each and every year. Who's going to be your dog or left tackle? We say that for the last four or five years. Who's going to be the tackle? If we find a guy that can that can be a steady guy that we that's been proven, then now you can build that offensive line. Then you have the running back with Tajay Spears. Then you have um, you know DeAndre Hopkins. Now you go get a receiver in the first first round and then get some secondary guys. It might be a dangerous team next year. Where are you at, Chris? Chris with uh, Traylon Burks. We were talking about him a little bit in the in the first segment. Yeah. Not a lot of targets, and yeah. you know Vrabel was talking about how he was you know a nice setup man for all the plays that D Hop <laughs> made the other night. But that's not why you drafted Nobody. this guy in the first round last year, correct? No, re- no receiver wants to hit him. You're a good setup. Man. You're right. No, I, you know, especially hey, if hey, you're hey, first hey, round. Hey, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's yeah. not a middle reliever, you know. But it's, in baseball. But it's not like somebody, it's not like a country music singer. Hey, Traylon. Hey, you're a setup man. I mean, come on, what are we doing? But but on the flip side, listen, I'm gonna uh, listen. I'm gonna defend Traylon Burks, and I'm never ever gonna disrespect the coach. But I am gonna defend Traylon Burks. You can't catch the ball if you don't have opportunities. I know earlier in the season he dropped a couple of balls, but when you watch him in camp before he got hurt, he was dominating in everything that he was doing. He was dominating one on one, seven on seven team. We consistently heard his voice. But then now he gets in the season. Yeah, he gets hurt and he drops a couple of balls. You got to figure out a way to get this kid some confidence because if you go to these next couple of games, you have DeAndre Hopkins playing well. You have a confident Traylon Burks. 
who are you going to cover on the outside? But I think that they got to figure out a way to get him the ball. If you know that, that they're going to double the hop, that means you got man-to-man on the, uh, on the other side. So, you know, Tim Kelly's got to find a, a way to get this kid the ball because he's a special talent. You know, my daughter uh, is going to have uh, 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 Alice Rose tomorrow, but she okay. waddled okay. in the house last Sunday, and we were watching uh, MTV. And there was this oh, guy up there who's left-handed playing the guitar and setting it on fire and just tearing it up. And and, and goes, Dad, is that the guy you do TSU radio with? I said, no, that's Jimi Hendrix. Come on. <laughs> Purple Haze! Well, guess what? I got one for you. <laughs> I was I was I was uh, watching TV, watching the concert. I was you know getting my groove on. I was cutting the rug. I was doing the mashed potato and everything. So now this guy he walks by, and my, my my daughter's like, "Is that the guy you do the the TSU radio with?" I said, "Baby, that's not Greg Paul. That's Huey Lewis." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I that's, I take Huey Lewis. Man. They say the heart of rock and roll is still beating. <laughs> no, 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 no. I need a new drug. That's right. That's oh, one, yeah. Don't we all? Oh, man. <laughs> hey, Chris, I, I know we're having fun, yeah. but, man, yeah, how tough was the news this past weekend? Your former teammate, uh, Frank, I mean, you were on the roster in 95 when they yep. plucked him off waivers from the Redskins and – and the rest is history. I met him in 96, him and his yep. former wife, Sharon, and you, and quite frankly, your former wife, Stacey, at the yep. time, and, and Al, and and, yep, and all of those. You guys, when I became the beat writer, you guys asked me more questions about Nashville, and I was asking <laughs> you about the NFL because you guys were moving here. But Frank became with the radio, yep. and, and then obviously with Mike Keith on the games and then his show with, uh, by the way, we're all going to have uh, Kevin Ingram on at 10.05. Okay. To do it. But, uh, uh, man, just a tough loss. It's, it's very disappointing, you know, and, and it hurts. And and, and here's what, what, what I had to look at. This is what bothers me. And, and, and um, Eddie George said it on, on the TV the other day. He said, why do we wait to give people flowers when they're gone? Why do we give flowers when they're alive? So I wanted to step back and reflect, like, when was the last time I talked to Frank? When was the last time I checked up on him? When was the last time I told him I love him? And that's what bothers me because, you know, we never know when somebody's gone. So it teaches me to to, to make sure I tell the ones that I love that are important. I mean, just like the situation with Steve Miner, I never had a chance to tell him I love him. Same thing with Josh Evans. You know, I never had a chance to uh, tell him I love him. So, you know, that's the part that bothers me. But when you're talking about losing somebody that's not just a, a, a great father, Father, but just a, a great man, a pillar in this community. I mean, he, he even gave me a nickname. He called me Santa Claus. That's his nickname for me. Uh, and just a good dude, a, a great you know football player, but also just a great man that I'm going to dearly miss. Yeah, it, it's tough. Uh, and, and you know, well, though, it, though, but he, I, you know, no, and everybody that knows you, Chris, they know they knew what you thought about him without you having to tell it. Okay, yeah, you know that. It. It's more. Yeah. You don't. You know, it's a lot of times, man. I wish I would have told him. Well, the way you act around them, you tell them. Yeah, you know, yeah. when I lost yeah. a dear friend of mine earlier this fall, I kind of felt the same way. But then I I kind of realized, you know, I I lost uh, my my old rugby teammate, Chris, uh, Ronnie. Uh, yeah. yeah, he passed away. And, uh, you know, we like where we were on the rugby field, we were like right next to each other for the wow. entire game. And so we got yeah. to be really, really good, really close friends. We were like polar opposites. He was like the punk rock guy. I was the hip hop yeah. guy. And I kind of felt the same way, but then I, you know, talking to his family and stuff, they all yeah. said, you know, 
Ronnie knew how much you loved him, and so that's yeah. good enough for me. You know what? You know what I always loved. You know what I always loved about hearing you talking about you know the day your days playing with the Titans, especially yeah. being a wide receiver in that Jeff Fisher offense. Oh, I think it was God. you that said, you know, any opportunities you had to make a play, you better make it because our offense Man. was Eddie George first, Eddie George second, Frank Wycheck third. Right? Was that what, you that what? said that? Well, yes, one thousand percent. And I was happy. I was happy to catch the ball in warmups because I know. I know that when I got the game, I, the only time I was going to get get a pass is when I was giving the ball back to the ref if it was an incomplete pass to Frank Wycheck. <laughs> you know, but but here's the thing about that team. This was so beautiful about that team is we had a lot of great wide receivers in that room. We had myself. We had Kevin Dyson. We had Derek Mason. We had Yancey Thigpen. We had you know Joey King. We had Isaac Bird. But the good thing about it is nobody cared. Nobody cared if Mason caught five, I caught one, or, you know, Yancey caught two and I caught zero. At the end of the day, our whole vision and our whole goal was to get to the Super Bowl, and we did. You know, in that meeting room, I'm not just saying this, in that meeting room, uh, in the receiver meeting room, we had so much fun. I mean, we had we had a coach, <laughs> I know this is bad, we had a coach named Coach Walters. We, had, we called him the truck driver because he looked like a truck driver. Because we had so much fun in the meeting room. <laughs> we called him truck driver because you know how Coach Walter there. He'd call him talk like that. And he's kind of like, he walks, he was walks with a limp and he's bow legged. So he looked like a truck <laughs> Blaine Bishop? <laughs> Both. But he was kind of knock kneed and with bow legged. I was like, Coach Walters, man, what are we doing? But we, we just, but our coach in that receiving room was so stinking fun. Hmm. So we didn't care. If Wachet caught nine balls, and I caught one. We didn't care. That's what made that thing special. Not because we went to the Super Bowl. Not that we had to have. We were in a trailer park, in a trailer home. Not that we we had two lockers uh, at uh, Vanderbilt, and I had to share with Bruce Matthews, who, who weighed three hundred pounds, and I weighed <laughs> weighed uh, uh, one hundred twelve. Well, that way they could they could fit you two in one together because you were skinny. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but he was. But it, but he was real hairy, though. That's the bad part about it. I mean, he did have a hairy back, didn't he? He said his know. back was hairy, man. Oh, he looked, you can mow his back. Bruce Man, yeah. he mow his that back. Dude. How, do you have, how do you have hair in your trap muscles? I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Bruce, Bruce, cut that thing, man. Cut it off. Get it off. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Get it off. Oh, my God. That's great. I, you ain't gonna go, that's not going to be a track if I'm with my girlfriend. Hey, girl. Uh, Look at my trap here. What are we <laughs> Man, you are not right. <laughs> Faith would not be rubbing my trap here. Hey, uh, Come on. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. That man, is so funny. oh, man. Um, I was watching. You don't even know where to go, do you? Hey, hey uh, uh, yeah, I don't really. Yeah, I know how to go. I'm going to a commercial break. Get your ass off of here. <laughs> 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 uh, I was uh, watching uh, the old Billy Holiday movie. You remember that mm-hmm. with Diana Ross yeah. with my daughter? Lady sings the blues. Yeah, Lady sings the blues, and oh. this slick guy oh, came through, and you know he had all greasy hair mm-hmm. and looked like he was, you know, had a, you know, his cigarette was stuck in oh. one of those, you know, mm-hmm. tip things, mm-hmm. and had the mustache looking. It wasn't Fisher like. It was, you know, in in. And then she goes, is that that goof guy that comes on your radio show every Thursday morning with John? I go, no, man, that's Billy D. Williams. Oh, <laughs> and he's bringing that Colt 45. Hey, it no, works Jimmy. every time. Jimmy right, Chris? Colt 45. Colt 45. <laughs> but, but you got you to you long get it, Colt 45. Colt 45. Hey, Greg, guess what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
Thanks, Chris. Merry Christmas. Bye. <laughs> Just turn up on us. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my Lord. That's, oh my. You know what? That's yeah. one of the best decisions we made as a show to bring him on once a week. I just... Him and Watson Brown are my two yeah, favorite segments every week. And, of course, Teresa on Monday. Yep. Well, and uh, Brad Powers. Yes. And all of them. All of them. Yeah, <laughs> all of them. All right. We'll take a break. Hey, uh, we've got Picking with the Pickers coming up at 10.05. Uh, uh, we've got former Patino, uh, Peyton Manning mm-hmm. lined up. Who Coach else? Former. Coach Former. Yeah, we got everybody lined up uh, coming up at 10.05 with Picking with the Pickers presented by Tim Leeper Roofing. But in the meantime, call 615-844-5600.